Well, good morning, good morning, everyone. It's Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. So it's four o'clock in the morning, dark out. I'm sure it's kind of chilly, probably for Las Vegas. You, once again, you have to excuse my fans as they are blowing constantly all day long. Thank you to everybody who's been following and supporting my podcast for the past two years or so, and to all my new listeners and followers now. So I uninstalled my software and reinstalled it. I think hopefully that's going to help with some little issues that I was having. We'll have to see. I think it's more so my phone. I just have so much um, content on my phone that the memory is kind of slowing a lot of functions down. So anyways, um, if you've been following my podcast, you know that I cover various topics, um, usually those that are directly related to pinup, but a lot of my topics really do um, transcend and relate to the entertainment industry, different um, sides of the modeling and photography industry, different styles, as well as just business as a whole. So this is something that I was actually going to write a book on, and the only thing that's stopping me is me, and the only thing that's stopping me is time. I honestly just haven't had the time in like the two years that I thought of this. I just have not had the time to get it done. It's um, it's it's like I have the knowledge. Um, I think that. You know, I've learned a lot about writing, so I think that my writing has improved, and that wouldn't be the, you know, the challenge, I don't think, Um, and I could also ask someone to, to help me, you know. I think with me, the biggest challenge with my writing... Um, is the way that I speak as well and it's using the same adjectives over and over again using the same phrases over and over again I do it on my podcast all the time and it's like I would have to really focus on not doing that excuse me which I think is easier for me with my writing so um The only thing that's really stopped me is just the time because I have my thoughts together. I feel like I'm qualified to write this and it could be like, it doesn't have to be some huge book, but I, um, you know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe again, I, I do this podcast early in the morning so I can get focused on my day. There might be something that's been hanging over me that I really want to cover Um, or there might be something that someone just posted when I did my little check-in to Facebook and it just sparked, you know, motivation for me to cover a topic. And I don't cover everything from my point of view whatsoever. And I definitely do not cover everything from an emotional point of view whatsoever. So, you know, anyways, I'm not, I'm not even going to get into how some people feel about my podcast. I don't, I don't know if they, they even listen or listen on a regular basis, but yeah, I do this to just organize my thoughts and to start my day, um, thinking about business and focused on business. And it might be a topic of something that I've already covered, or it might be something like today's topic, which is about making money, um, or about, being able to um, afford photo shoot 
wardrobe specifically. And the thing is, is that I'm not coming up with something new. I haven't come up with some innovative idea that no one's heard of. I haven't come up with an idea that no one in pinup is doing. Um, I haven't come up with an idea that's not very logical and makes common sense. It's just like opportunities not being for everyone, you know, um, everyone not being your competition. It kind of falls into that. Of course, there are a million people that can do this, but it doesn't mean that they're going to do this. It doesn't mean that they're going to have the motivation or um, yeah, and that's really what it, it, it comes from is motivation. It's like, okay, I need to get up and get this done. And where do you get that motivation from? Well, for me, I love clothes, obviously. I love um, photo shoot wardrobe. And as a stylist, it's just, it's one of the most important things. Even if I were to just be doing someone's hair, um, their clothing is going to seriously matter. It's either going to be how I base the hairstyle on, which is normally going to be based upon the style of the shoot, the era. Um, yeah, that's normally what I do. If there's going to be a creative director or, you know, some sort of head stylist involved, then they're also going to be considering wardrobe when they direct me or a hairstylist on what type of hairstyle to do. So everything has to do with the theme of the shoot and wardrobe is so important. And, and I keep saying, and there we go with one of my words. So I, and there's another one. It's really important, um, to me to, you know, really take apart every aspect of the fashion industry, especially as I continue on my journey, entering into it um, deeply and full time. I really look at how many people um, are doing what I'm doing, what I've been doing. This past year, I've really focused on what fashion bloggers are doing what social media influencers that are clothing models are doing. And, you know, again, I find myself looking at people and loving their work and looking at their numbers and looking at the companies that they're modeling for and researching people that have the type of success that I want. And I look and there's still so many unanswered questions. And that's another reason why I do my podcast um, because of course I'm going to have a book which means I'm going to charge you know there's columns that I've written with articles which means you have to buy the magazine there's you know my my pinup master course of course I'm going to be wanting to make direct money on giving my information out giving my knowledge that comes with experience you know at the same time I know that there's people out there that want to know they they want to know how did this person get started? How are you able to do something like that? How are you able to be successful in that field? And I have no doubt that there's more success because I'm not even anywhere near at the highest level. And the question is, do I want to be at the highest level within this part of the industry is, is the question. And the answer is, I mean, no, really. Um, 
I want to be at the highest level and so many other things that I'm doing and what I specialize in. And I think that that will bring the success as a social media influencer. But to just be focused on just that, no. Because I'm an artist. I love to create. Um, I'm a model. I love to model. Which modeling has a... But again, it all has to do with that. I just know my sole focus is not like, oh, I have to have, you know this huge well actually again it is but I'm just saying it's not my sole focus that's not my only focus is my point so you know I don't know if that's the level the highest level no of course not because I don't plan on being a celebrity and celebrities are of the the highest level in being a social media influencer and celebrities are believe me they're working hard at doing a whole bunch of other things so anyways um there's another one of my things. Um, um, um. I just got a notification. Took me off guard on my phone. My phone lit up even brighter than it is. It's completely dark in my room. Of course, it's four in the morning, so it's dark outside, especially now. It's late October. So to move forward with my subject, um, <laughs> I should, I should really listen to myself more because I hate listening to my voice. So Maybe I'll stop using the same words over and over again. Who knows? I just think it'll be easier in my writing. But there are um, a lot of things that I want to do and I plan to do to give out information. But then that's what my podcast is for as well. For anybody who happens to catch it um, and wants this information available. So I'm going to use a really catchy, eye-catching title and hopefully that's going to get a lot of people to listen that are interested in this not just anyone I don't really I'm not going to say I don't care but my podcast isn't something where like I have 10,000 listeners or anything so um as long as people who are really interested listen you know the more the merrier I'm very happy I'm not concerned about my numbers here but everything that I'm talking about and most of my podcasts and in this particular episode um, will be available for purchase and print or some form you know a video that's obviously what I'm doing and I've, I've been producing that's another thing you know I'm producing so many things that I have to remember to interact and have a huge presence on social media I have to remember to to have the focus that I'm I need to grow that every day not just maintain the followers that I have. So, you know, this year I've really been doing a lot of social media influencing and clothing modeling and recently some product modeling. The way that, and I'll just get directly in the, to, into this because there's, there's so many variables. It depends on you. It depends on your time. It depends on your frame of mind. It depends on your budget. It depends on your creativity um, and creating outfits and having a good eye for seeing things. And also it takes doing research all the time, you know, working with a certain company or specifically buying from a certain company, always using their discounts, always looking out for their seasonal sales, always, you know, 
looking for their coupons, things like that, and really getting the most out of your money when you buy things for your photo shoots. And what I mean by photo shoot wardrobe, let's talk about that briefly. There are so many things in pinup. Um, there are so many pinups that do not dress pinup every day. This is not something they do on a regular basis. It may not even be something they do once a week. There are pinups that on special occasions will dress up in pinup style. And there are pinups who live a pinup and vintage lifestyle. They always dress pinup whenever they can. And that's what they love to do. They own pinup, um, you know, memorabilia and props, maybe an old school car maybe part of their house or all of their house is vintage looking or vintage. There's so many different types of people within pinup. And for people who don't dress pinup style and vintage style on a regular basis, you are, and, and I say you because I'm definitely not one of those people, um, you are investing money. And it's the same thing this applies to photographers that photograph pinup and vintage you're investing and have wardrobe and provide wardrobe to their clients you're investing in things that you're only going to wear for that photo shoot now maybe you would if it's a dress or something you maybe you would wear it again but you're not going to be getting tons of use out of it because you don't dress that way quote unquote normally so you're buying something that may be just for that photo shoot only. You're buying something that might be for that photo shoot and maybe you're going to wear one more time. It could be a Halloween costume. It could be a Christmas costume. It could be a pinup bathing suit. Um, and you're going to wear it one time for your photo shoot and then maybe one time during the summer. That's it. Maybe you'll wear the costume again once for the upcoming Halloween party that you're going to go to, and that's it. So it depends on you as far as your budget. And again, it's your frame of mind. If you are doing photo shoots often, because anybody can do this to just have wardrobe for whatever they're doing in life but to be specific and talk directly about pinup again it depends on your frame of mind and if you want to keep outfits if it's something that you'll never wear again and maybe you still want to keep it if it's something that you're going to wear once and then you're going to wear it maybe one other time throughout the year and you still want to keep it, it, again, it depends on the frame of mind of you, of each individual person. If you want to start with, say, $100, and you want to invest that in photo shoot wardrobe, if you are wise with what you buy, obviously it's really hard to resell lingerie, um, Maybe a little bit more difficult. Well, a, a step up would be, um, you know, bikinis, things like that. But as far as costumes and 
you know, clothing like dresses and skirts and tops and corsets as well, you can definitely resell those things and make your money back, bottom line. So if you start with $100 and you invest in something and you're able to get things on sale and you were able to get more than one outfit and several items for that $100, if you're able to resell every, just say you stuck with outfits, if you're able to resell or sell everything after you've modeled in it once, or maybe you've modeled in it once and you wore it one time after that, you're able to sell it and make your money back. If you keep the item in good condition, you're going to be able to sell it. If you had a really creative eye as far as finding something that other people would want to buy that's fashionable and you were able to put together an entire outfit with accessories and stuff that you already own and take a really nice picture and the outfit flatters you, then you will be able to make your money back. Of course, there's going to be times where people can't, but I'm saying for the majority of the time, yes, you can. Now, as far as making all of your money back, there are going to be times where you might make a dollar or two less. But when I say a dollar or two, if something costs you $6 or $8 and you make six back, you're still making, the, obviously, the majority of your money back. If you were to buy something that cost 100 and you made $80 back, you're still making the majority of your money back. So you would take that $80 and then, or if you made all of your money back, you would take that $100 and then you would put it back and invest in more photo shoot wardrobe. Again, this would be for somebody, this could be for somebody who does it once a year, but ideally for somebody who you have to have the time, obviously, if you have the time to take pictures, you probably have the time to list stuff for sale. And there's so many different sites that you can list your stuff for sale, including on eBay, which I'll get in, I mean, including on Facebook which I'll get into specific, specifically talk about that in a minute. But you're going to take um, the money and you're going to reinvest it. And then if you, you're, ideally we're talking about a person who's going to be doing photo shoots often. So it's just going to keep replacing the money. Every time you, you do a photo shoot, you sell the clothes back online. You could buy something on eBay and then turn around and sell it back on eBay. I've done it. Uh, people do it all the time. Keep the clothes in good condition. Put them to, you know, put outfits together. Again, this is not for every single person to want to be motivated to do this. Um, maybe some people, I wouldn't say aren't being creative because if you're doing photo shoots, there's going to be some sort of styling involved. So either you have a stylist that's adding belts and hats or either you're adding belts and hats, but most likely, you know, if you're already doing a photo shoot, obviously that is going to be a factor and you, that's going to be incorporated into your styling is, is putting outfits together. So you can literally be making the majority or all of your money if you're willing to part with the things that 
you've taken pictures in, if it's something that you don't plan on wearing ever again. For models and pinup that shoot for publication, there are like pinup wardrobe staples that obviously we would never sell. Um, like the little black dress, the black pencil skirt, the black Mary Jane shoes, the black corset, the black waist cincher, you know, obviously stockings, things like that, unless fans want to buy them. That's a whole different thing, another way of making money. But the majority of the actual pieces that we model in are not necessarily things that we're actually going to wear um, to functions, especially when it comes to corsets and things like that. I, or even the sweater girl look. I'm, I'm really not going to be wearing a little tight, tight sweater and short, short shorts. But at the same time, those shorts can be interchanged to go with different things. And for me, a lot of the things I save, I save because I have clients. And so I'm going to be getting multiple uses out of them. But again, if you're somebody who wants to save something for your personal life or your personal time, then you're obviously not going to be making your money back, obviously, right? So um, you just, you start with a certain amount of money. And if you can do this, it's really easy to upload a picture to eBay and to type in a brief description and sell. It's so easy. Somebody bids, people bid, they buy it, you get their address, you put the, the item in a package, you send it off, you get paid. It's really simple. It doesn't have to be something where you're doing 100 items a week or selling 100 items a month. What I'm saying is that you can directly make your money back or the majority of your money back. And as far as somebody being a model and in the frame of mind of being a model, being a public figure, you have to have content to interact with your fans. Sometimes you can do photo shoots and not get your professional pictures back for weeks or even months. Sometimes when you do, you get a limited amount of pictures. Again, that depends on your, your individual agreement with your photographer or photographers and what you're using the images for. You may get the images back in a week or two, but they're for publication. And so you have to wait even longer and that could be weeks or months. So in the meantime, you can actually have images that were taken um, just to show the outfit. They can be professionally done. I prefer, you know, have your photographer take just a couple of you where you're really showing the outfit more than, you know, doing wild and crazy poses or you hand him your cell phone and, or her and say, can you take a couple of me with my cell phone? Be in a nice lit area. Or if you're doing what I'm doing a lot of the time, I'm ordering these things and I'm taking my own pictures. So I'm making sure the lighting is great and I'm taking really simplistic pictures where the focus is on the outfit the most. And I'm able to edit them quickly and put them out there. And it's like I'm, I have the content 
not for publication, but I have the content, obviously, to sell and make my money right back. But it's the interaction with my fans. As a public figure, you have to have that. It depends on how often you're shooting. It depends on how much you have already done. You know, how much content do you have to post that's new? How are you interacting with your fans? You know, a lot of times, you know, the professional pictures that are absolutely perfect for publication, of course, they're fabulous. But a lot of times um, fans want to see the behind the scenes. And I feel like if you can take behind the scenes, you can definitely take pictures of your outfits on your own and just make sure that it's good lighting, even if you really don't know all that much about editing but you've got your makeup on you've got your hair done and you're able to again get images so you can post the item to sell it and make the the majority or um all of your money back and then you have content that you're able to post to share with your fans as well as posting content in groups or sharing in groups and pages what you've posted and that will get you newer fans there's two different things there's when you're building a brand when you're building a brand you're trying to get your followers so once you and within that once you get your followers you have to keep them there's so many different ways and everybody keeps their followers their own way but having content is definitely a major way because if you're not posting, you're going to lose followers. You're going to lose followers anyway for all kinds of other reasons, but you're going to lose followers. And you have nothing to share um, to groups and pages. So once you're able to do that, then you're going to, number one, keep your, your followers that you've already built. Because you're, you're bringing new content. You have something interesting and new capital letters to show them. And then you're able to get new followers because of the fact that when you're posting in these groups or you're sharing your posts from your page in these groups on other pages that you may be an administrator of or you have, you know, other pages of your own, when you're sharing things over and over again that are the same thing, you have to remember that you are, yes, it it can be like a commercial, fine, you know, if you want to think of it like as advertisement, like the commercials we see where we just see the same ones over and over again, that's fine, that's also building your brand based upon a certain key look and certain pictures that you really love, but you are showing and showcasing to the same people that are in that group. It might be the same people in that group at that time of day. It might be the same people in that group that only click on um, images of blondes or only click on images of, you know, um, plus size models or only, you know, and you're not one of those. So no matter how many times or what you post, they may not click on it and then visit your page and then like your page, start following it. But all I'm saying is keep in mind that every time you're sharing the same exact picture or pictures that 
you're anybody who's already followed your page, they obviously can't go and refollow it. If they've unfollowed it, showing them the same thing that they already saw and they went and followed it and stopped following you, I don't think the chances are high that they're going to go back and refollow it for whatever reason they unfollowed you and you're showing the same thing, right? They're not interested. That would be, you know, one aspect, one, one way of looking at it. And then, you know, there are people who want, again, maybe they've never looked at your page. Maybe they've seen a picture you posted and they never went to your page, but then you posted something new and they're like, wait a minute, that's interesting. Then they go to your page. They see other things than they saw the first time or they see things that they like because what stemmed them was looking at something that they liked and initially and if you're using the same things and you didn't get their interest you might get it if you're using something different bottom line very simple to understand and then there's cross promotion involved <coughs> excuse me that's really, really prevalent these days, especially, I mean, on social media, but especially on Instagram. Tag me, hashtag this. People, the companies, people that you work with, work for, work for you, um, and companies that you're buying from, even if you're not directly working with them. You bought something from them. You bought it because you love them. You know, you love the outfit, you love the company, you love the price, you love the brand. What for right then and there, you can be a social media, you are a social media influencer. I mean, if you are, then you're going to talk about the things that you wear. So it goes beyond just making the majority of your money back or making all of your money back. Or maybe on a once in a blue moon, you might make more than your money back. I bought something from Fashion Nova. Long story short, two or three people were bidding against each other on it. Um, there were so many benefits other than being able to receive my money back. But I got more than I paid for it. It was like close to double. And I really didn't pay that much. But the fact is, I made every single dollar back plus more, plus shipping. So there's an example right there of, you know, yes, the money was there and, and, and I actually made more than I paid for it. And it was something that I got on sale. Plus I had a discount coupon, plus I got free shipping. So it was so inexpensive. And that's part of the reason why I was able to sell it for inexpensive. And yes, I could have waited and sold it for more, but I'm trying to modeling things, get pictures in them, get them out the door and get my money back. If that's something that you're trying to do, again, there are so many other benefits. So if you tag a company and they choose to repost it or, you know, they like it and comment and share it, then you're going to receive followers because of that. If it's a brand, this is totally separate, but it also coincides. If it's a major brand, I would say Fashion Nova. I would say even, 
you know, products like Dove or Oil of Olay, if it's something that is MAC makeup, MAC lipstick, Versace boots, if it's something that is a major brand, a major brand, a well-known brand in fashion, then every time you hashtag and every time you, you know, at Gucci, at Chanel, at Fashion Nova, and you're tagging them, every time you do that, it goes into a database, it goes into, for the search engines, when people are looking stuff up. It's the same thing on YouTube. Videos that are named with certain wordings, and then they have certain tags. So when you look up um, Fashion Nova Overhaul, or mac makeup tutorial you're going to see the number one videos that are trending that have that word in them and have those tags in them so it goes into a search engine which brings you instant followers if you are a model and you are on social media and you are a public figure at whatever level and a social media influencer at whatever level then you want and you care about your following. You want to keep your followers and you want to increase your followers. This is a way of doing it because even without the company um, sharing or reposting, which the chances are really good that they will, especially if you have a huge following. So you're, you know, you have the content new for your fans, you're interacting with them you are cross-promoting and the company may cross-promote with, you know, you may get the cross-promotion from them or it may be just because you put something in and it, it, it goes into a database and people are seeing it when they type those words in. And obviously your fans are seeing it too and people who aren't your fans and followers yet will see it. So you're going to get new followers from that as well. So there's so many benefits in buying something. If you just start with $50, if you just start with 100 and you keep it rolling. But again, you have to have an eye because there are going to be things that don't sell the first time. So you're going to have to list them again. Um, there's things that, well, I think that you're going to be less disappointed and the items are more likely to sell if you got them and they were inexpensive. And then you just try to just get your money back plus shipping because trying to double your money or, you know, make, you know, what you made plus you may end up with items that don't sell and that might end up happening anyway. So everything offsets everything. Sometimes you're going to make it all back. Sometimes you'll make a little more. Sometimes you'll make a little less. But I believe and I've been doing this since before this year. It's been like over two years. That I, that I have, I even have the cover for my book that I was going to write on this exact subject. Um, I would say, especially for people on a budget, no matter what your budget is, if you're a pinup model, because there, there are women who are not on a budget, or believe me, their budget blows my budget out of, I don't, to me, that's not a budget. Their budget is like, wow, I, you know, it's, it's, it seems limitless. And they can buy all of these things. And they're still doing exactly what I'm talking about. 
for the majority of you out there who don't know, um, that's how Kim Kardashian began with her, you know, connections and celebrity status as far as knowing celebrities and being around them. And when she first began being like a socialite, she was selling stuff for people, high-end clothing, you know, doing doing like a personal stylist. She was doing a closet audit with them or went over and looked at the items that they wanted to sell. I'm sure they got photographs of the items and she helped them sell the, sell the things and make their money back. So this is not something, and this is like way long ago when she first began. So before she was famous and she was around famous people because she had the money and because, you know, she was able to, to be in those places and befriend those type of people such as Paris Hilton and people like that. So who obviously do the same thing. So believe me, a lot of these people are doing this and they're not putting their name like, okay, this is, you know, Paris Hilton's personal account on eBay. I don't, they're not doing that. I bet I guarantee you a lot of people are doing that. They are handing stuff over to an assistant to sell. And, and I know so many companies that take high end goods, like leather goods, like Gucci purses, Louis Vuitton, Versace boots and and purses that are in great condition that a celebrity or somebody rich wore once or twice or never wore. And they sell them, they, they offer them what they offer them. They in turn sell them and make their money back. Plus, obviously, they make, um, you know, a profit because that's what the that's what they're going into business for. So I guarantee you that that happens a lot. All these celebrities are not saving every single thing, especially people who are in to trends because they want to wear something because it's trending and it's popular right now. And I guarantee you that lots of people are doing it. But again, if you are someone specifically in pen-up and you're already paying for a stylist or your styling tools, you're paying for photography and to be photographed, then, and you're also providing your own wardrobe, and these are things that you're not going to wear again, or you may wear one other time. These are things that other people would want to buy. These are things that um, again, because you only wore them once or twice, are in great condition, you're able to resell them and list them for sale very easily within a minute. You know, um, once you already have accounts on eBay, which most of us do to buy things, you can already start selling. It's very simple. Same thing on Amazon, same thing on Etsy, and all of the Wish and whatever the, that's out there. Um, it's very easy to do that and there's so many benefits other than just making most or all of your money back but you're able to do that if you're shooting often every time you get ready to do a photo shoot you'll have something new to wear I think that that serves a purpose within itself because you know your frame of mind is not to be making your money back you want the certain outfit you feel like you need it 
for a certain photo shoot and you're doing photo shoots for whatever reason you're doing them for. But your initial, you know, motivation for spending your money is because you're doing a photo shoot and you're not thinking about making your money back. So why not do that? That's how I look at being published. You're posting your pictures anyway. People aren't paying you to look at your pictures. If you're not making money off of posting pictures for companies or things like that, then you are posting your pictures for free. You're not getting paid. Why not also kill two birds with one stone and get them published so you can have more exposure, so you can showcase your work to more people? They may not pay you. The magazine's not paying you, but neither are people on Facebook. It's all about how you want to showcase yourself. It's all about your work, how you want to showcase your work. But would you actually building a brand and you're becoming a public figure and doing clothing model for companies, that's the other thing. When you go to these companies, and I've said this on other episodes, and you approach them, they need to know that, number one, you have high social media numbers. Number two, that you're active, which means you're also interacting with your fans, which is a benefit of buying clothes and taking pictures to, to sell them because you're providing content. They're interested in what type of content that you're putting out there. If they are a vintage clothing company that's into like old Hollywood and upscale clothing, and you are a nude model, and that's what they see when they go to your accounts and your pages, then most likely that's not going to be something that they're interested in as far as working with you because that's not what they want for their brand so companies want to see what you're involved in and not only what style but the quality that you're putting out there as well as how often are you posting or you know the interaction between you and your followers that made all of these things all the above might might be important factors to these companies so if you're doing photo shoots for whatever reason and you know the bonus is you can make your money back on the clothing you're also interacting with your fans you are keeping your fans you're increasing your followers because of new content you are showing other companies what you can do what style you're putting out there And that you're actively doing this instead of waiting a month or two or more to post something new. Instead of posting the same content over and over again. If you don't have the budget to hire a photographer, you make investments in inexpensive lighting. And most people have really great cell phones. And you can take the pictures for product shots on your own as long as you can take a clear shot. So if you're doing it specifically for that, then once again, you know, there's so many benefits than the cross promotion from the companies and then um, the instant followers that you start to gain by doing hair tutorials or demos using Dove products. 
I guarantee you, your, your followers will increase and you're showing potential companies that you're, you want to work with exactly what you're doing and that, again, you're active. You didn't just do stuff a couple months ago. You did this yesterday. You did this last week, you know, and you're showing them what you can do. It's kind of like having a demo reel or a portfolio when people visit your Instagram or your Facebook page because they're looking and they're looking and they're looking like, is this the type of model that's perfect for representing our brand? But in the meantime, like I said, you increase your following, you keep the followers that you have interested, you're interacting with your followers, you have photo shoots that you're doing either for publication, for your website, whatever reason you're doing them for, and you have a need to buy a wardrobe unless you're working with a photographer every time that is providing wardrobe. And that's why I say this is perfect for photographers too, because there are photographers that have major influence on social media. They have huge numbers. They have a huge following and they could definitely be working with companies. And, and then just, if they weren't just doing what I'm saying, but instead of selling the clothing, they could be getting stuff at a huge discount and putting together outfits and stuff for their clients. And these things are going to be used over and over again. People are going to be paying to wear these outfits over and over again. So you've made your money back once again. You know, you could even increase your rates if you wanted to. And there are times that models want to buy something that they've modeled in or they want to model or they want to buy something that they haven't modeled in but they they see and they end up buying it from you and you make your money back that way or you make more than your money back so yes it takes time to it's like couponing it takes time but if you love a certain company if you love a certain website if you shop and you buy things already for your photo shoots um, and you know that you're not going to get a lot of use out of these things if you're someone who doesn't have a problem wearing something and never owning it again then it's a definite way of making and I would say you can make extra income because if you're not paying for a photographer and you're not paying for a stylist and you're taking the pictures on your own and you know you're not using them for publication but you're using them for everything that I talked about above it's like advertising you're actually producing content to advertise with to showcase to interact with to promote you're producing it on your own so to be able to make the money back that you spend on wardrobe and just utilize all of the other things that you already own, I think is good. I think it's excellent. I think that people make money, actually make an income, make above and beyond because they're getting outfits on sale. You know, they knew when to shop at that company. They were ready with their discount code. And, you know, they did the over $75 you get free shipping. And they get all of these bonuses and by the time they sell an outfit, the outfit only costs them $5 or $7. And they're making more than that back. 
So you're actually making an income. You can actually make an income doing this if it's something you wanted to do full time. But if it's not, as long as you're doing photo shoots once a year, once a month, as often as you can, and you're providing your own wardrobe, then, which is the case with a lot of pinups, then you, you're obviously going to be spending the money anyway. That's how I look at it. And there's so many benefits. Every time that I take a product um, shot or product shots, 80% of the time I sell the outfits. Some of the outfits I keep, some of the outfits just didn't sell. Um, but you might have fans that want to buy your outfits. Believe me, it happens. Just like they want to buy autographed 8 by 10s If you have a printer at home, it's so simple to get some inexpensive manila folders, get a, a felt pen or whatever you call it, a marker, and autograph some, some pictures and send them out to your fans. It's really easy. It's cheap in the posting. It's, they're easy to send off. No one has to know your address. It's very, very simple. There are so many ways that you can make money and pen up. There's endless ways. And as far as just funding what you're doing, you can definitely make money back on the clothes that you've already worn. Definitely. I mean, whenever I take a financial hit, and and this was in the past, now I'm just really doing it on a regular basis because I'm going full force on fashion and clothing. And obviously both fashion and beauty, it has to do with clothing. So I have a room full of things and I've been able to utilize them for my clients as well as many things for myself that I originally bought for me. But, you know, hey, if I take a financial loss or, and this was before, now I'm doing it just to bring in the steady income monthly I'm going in there and taking items, taking pictures in them and selling them. There are so many things that I don't even get a chance to list on my eBay because people, including photographers, fans, and models are buying them from me before I can even put them on my eBay. I mean, I definitely feel blessed at the same time. It's work. It's not something that somebody's being handed. I don't feel lucky like the luck of the draw, I feel blessed that I have the knowledge, that I have the motivation, that I have the resources and the time because I love fashion. That's why I don't want to sell things that I've owned for, that I don't, I didn't specifically buy just to sell again, um, that are in my wardrobe. I want to sell them on a regular basis to, to bring in income because It's just all part of the process of what I'm doing anyway. And it doesn't make sense for things to sit that I know that people will buy that are in great condition and that I don't necessarily have to keep for my clients and my wardrobe room because there's so much in there. If I just took out five things a week, I'm always getting in new things, you know. So things are always going in there and things are not always coming out. But I'm trying to change that on a regular basis. So anyways, the end of this podcast is near. But I hope I motivated some people um, to kind of, you know, think outside the box. There is a way that if you can't be making money as far as making a profit, you can actually make your money back on part of your 
photo shoot, which is the wardrobe aspect, whether you're paying a photographer or you're taking the pictures of your own. And again, if your sites are set on being a public figure, working for companies and increasing your following, then you can actually be doing more with the wardrobe that you're already buying, that you've already bought, that you're already planning on buying. You can do so many things with it, plus make your money back. So this is maybe a different outlook for a lot of people out there. I would say the biggest part of this is you have to be motivated. As long as, you know, if you have the tools, you can do your styling and um, take some quick pictures. It really isn't that hard. It really comes down to the motivation. If you want to make your money back, then there's a really simple way that you can be doing this. If you want to increase your followers and gain content to advertise and promote with, this is something you can be doing. If you want to keep the followers that you have and you're not shooting with professional photographers often, this is another way. It's another way of showing companies what you can do, showing them the style of what you can do and quality, as well as how active that you are. So this has been Pen Up Talk, you guys. Host Diana Prince. Let's see. It's five o'clock. My husband should be walking in the door momentarily from work. And I'm about to start my day as he unwinds from his. And as most of you are still snuggled in sleep. So for those of you who do catch this episode, thanks for listening. Once again, you will see my book. I'm thinking, you know, a lot of times I, I want something to be big And so I don't think small and then I wait because I know how much work it's going to take instead of making something simplistic, but still very valuable. So I think that's what I'm going to do with this book. It's just going to be a really, um, small book and maybe even, you know, like pamphlet type of book and you can look for it because I know a lot of people love to read and that's the way that they um, retain information the most, the, the best, and I'm one of those people. So I'll see you guys all on social media. Thank you so much for the support, and I hope everybody has a great week. It's Monday. Happy Monday. I'll see you guys online. Ciao.